0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel Treasure Valley. Today we see where Isaiah gives a prophecy about the reign of Christ. In the future, the knowledge of the Lord will fill the earth, even changing the nature of the animals. Then God will gather both Jews and Gentiles to worship him. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 11. On simply the Bible.
0: The Bible was not written in chapters and verses. These came later to help refer to specific passages. Now, at the end of chapter 11 of Isaiah, we saw that after God used the Assyrians because of their arrogance, he would cut them down like a tree. Later, the southern kingdom of Judah would be cut down by the Babylonians and they would go into captivity. But out of that stump would grow a new branch. And that's where we pick it up today in Isaiah chapter 11. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Now Jesse was David's father, and a rod coming from the stem of Jesse would indicate one of his descendants. But a branch growing out of his roots would indicate that the coming one preceded Jesse. So how could someone both be his descendant and his predecessor? Only the eternal son of God, becoming human flesh, could fulfill this prophecy. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Now, Jesus was anointed by the spirit. In fact, John the Baptist said that God gave him the spirit without measure. Seven attributes of the Holy Spirit are listed here. And we believe that this corresponds with the seven spirits that are before the throne of God, as we are told in the book of Revelation. Many see this as the sevenfold Spirit of God, and Jesus was anointed with all seven of these attributes. First, the Spirit of Yahweh, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of Wisdom. We are told in Colossians 2.3 that all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ. The Spirit of Understanding. Jesus sympathizes with us as our merciful high priest. He understands us. The spirit of counsel. Jesus is the wonderful counselor. He gives us counsel that we need as we seek him with all of our hearts. The spirit of might. He is omnipotent. The spirit of knowledge. And the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Now this same Holy Spirit is available to every believer Jesus baptizes us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And he promised that the Father would give the Holy Spirit to anyone who asks him for this gift. How we all need to be walking in the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. It is our victory over sin. And we need that, especially in these perverse days in which we live. Verse three, his delight is in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness, he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips. He shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins and faithfulness, the belt of his waist." Now, Isaiah fast forward here to when Jesus Christ will return to reign on this earth. First, we see that he will delight in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord, we are told, is the hatred of evil. And Jesus will delight in this, which is why he will judge so justly. With righteousness, he will judge the poor and the meek. Those who have been oppressed will at last, find justice under the reign of Jesus Christ. He will slay the wicked with the breath of his mouth. Now, we know this will happen in the battle of Armageddon. He'll just basically say, drop dead, and they'll drop dead. But the weapon that he uses is the rod of his lips and the breath of his mouth. That is the sword of the word of God. Righteousness and faithfulness shall be his belt. Verse six, the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young ones shall lie down together and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole And the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Wow. What a time this will be during the millennial kingdom after Christ establishes his new godly righteous administration and Even the natural order will change. The hostility that exists in nature will cease. Carnivores in the animal kingdom will no longer hunt and eat their prey. Just imagine a child grabbing the mane of a lion and leading it around, maybe even riding on its back as a pet. Even poisonous snakes will be harmless then. Now, ladies, perhaps you will even lose your fear of snakes. The reason is that the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. This knowledge is not merely knowing about God, but truly knowing him. We can't even imagine what life is going to be like when the consequences of the fall are finally undone. And in that day, there shall be a root of Jesse who shall stand as a banner to the people For the Gentiles shall seek him and his resting place shall be glorious. So the root of Jesse, he precedes Jesse, but he is also the son of David and he shall be a banner to all the people. According to Matthew 25, at the end of the great tribulation, all those who have survived will gather before Christ and he will separate them as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. The sheep will go into the millennial kingdom. And all the nations of the earth will seek him and they will make a yearly pilgrimage to Jerusalem for the Feast of Tabernacles where they will see Jesus. He will be a glorious banner to all the inhabitants of the earth. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people who are left from Assyria and Egypt. From Pathras and Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations. He will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. At first, the Lord brought his people out of the bondage of Egypt to cross the Red Sea and into the Promised Land. Then he gathered the remnant of his people after the Babylonian captivity and brought them back into the land. But God said that he would gather his people the second time from all over the world. Now, I believe we're already seeing a partial fulfillment of this as Jews who were dispersed throughout the world began moving into Palestine about 1900 Then in 1948, they reformed the nation of Israel and Jews from throughout the world continued to repopulate the Holy Land. But after the tribulation, when Christ returns, he will gather the remainder from the four points of the compass and bring them back to Israel. They will finally possess the full extent of the land that God promised Abraham. Also, the envy of Ephraim shall depart and the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy Judah, and Judah shall not harass Ephraim, but they shall fly down upon the shoulder of the Philistines toward the west. Together they shall plunder the people of the east. They shall lay their hand on Edom and Moab, and the people of Ammon shall obey them. All 12 tribes of Israel will be reunited Gone will be the division between the northern and southern kingdoms that came after Solomon's reign, and as one man, they shall defeat their enemies. The Lord will utterly destroy the tongue of the sea of Egypt. With his mighty wind, he will shake his fist over the river, that is the Euphrates, and strike it in the seven streams and make men cross over dry shod. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people who will be left from Assyria as it was for Israel in the day that he came up from the land of Egypt. So God will prepare the way for the children of Israel to return. The Gulf of Suez will be dried up for those returning from Egypt and Cush. The Euphrates River will be divided into seven shallow canals for those coming from the east. And this will be a kind of second exodus. The Lord will make a highway of holiness for all his chosen ones to return. Chapter 12. And in that day you will say, O Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. When Christ comes again, Zechariah tells us that the Jews will receive him. Then I will pour out a spirit of grace and prayer on the family of David and on the people of Jerusalem, and they will look on me whom they have pierced and mourn for him as for an only son." Then they will sing Yah, the Lord is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. That's from the song of Moses, which they sung after crossing the Red Sea and defeating Pharaoh's army. Though the Lord was angry with his chosen people for forsaking him, he will take away their sin and comfort them. Once again, they will trust in him as their strength and salvation And it is interesting that the name Jesus means Yahweh is salvation. So they will joyfully draw the living water from the wells of his salvation. And in that day, you will say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name, declare his deeds among the peoples. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. What a wonderful celebration this will be when the children of Israel are forever reconciled to God and their sins atoned for through the blood of Jesus Christ and all will be forgiven. Israel will be a light to the nations. Both Jew and Gentile will unite in their worship of Christ. Speaking of Israel, In Romans 11, the Apostle Paul wrote, For if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? What a joyous time this will be at the beginning of the millennial reign of Christ. Everyone entering his kingdom will be shouting, praise the Lord. Of course, we don't have to wait until then to praise him. We can sing to him today. For he has done excellent things. He is great and greatly to be praised. The earth is filled with his glory.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Tomorrow we will see that Isaiah prophesies Babylon's destruction. This would be fulfilled with the invasion of the Medes and also in the future day of the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.